Just a minute. I'm coming. FBI, open up! Just a minute. Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. This is going to be a good episode. I'm going to play multiple audio clips and show people how the system can never work, that the so-called nomination system that gets in is just a bunch of losers. Once you're in, the hearings and the investigations are complete jokes and show people that the vast majority of the time is just wasted on all these procedural made-up things and that it's not a matter of voting and getting the right people. And structurally, it's never going to work, people. It's never, ever going to work. And for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer, practiced for more than 30 years. I'm America's most trusted and beloved lawyer because I tell them the truth. And the truth is, I was a constitutional conservative for years and years. Believed all the same crap about getting the right people and getting organized and getting back to the Constitution and all this shit. It's all made up, people. It's an absolute 100% grift. It's never going to happen. They are controlled opposition designed to waste your time, keep people busy while they build an electronic prison around us. That's all it is. About 25 years ago, I got the internet, and in fairly short order, I figured out that it was just a scam. And... When I figured that out, I became a self-certified master practitioner. I tossed away all those other fake credentials because they're so useless. And I recently gave myself a Lifetime Achievement Award for the same thing for all these fantastic podcasts. And in fact, when the movie comes out, I'm probably going to give myself some more awards because I love having fake awards because I think it just highlights how fake all the other credentials people throw around are. They're just absolute garbage. I was so brainwashed when I came out of law school about the law and the Constitution and all this shit. And then I woke up. I got beaten up by the system, and that was it. As soon as I had the internet, very short work to figure out it was all just a scam. All right, well, enough of that. Let's go ahead and get this show going. So I want to do a show today, kind of a mix of things. I'm going to play several clips, <laughs> and they're really hilarious. Some people might have heard one or two of them. I don't know. Might have heard part of them. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The purpose of the show is I'm going to comment on it. I'm going to show you that it's not about getting the right people in there. I've done tons of shows about how bogus a vote is, and I'm sure I'll do more. But this one is about the fact that it's not a matter of electing people, that the system itself, the so-called nomination process for all these bureaucrats, the investigative process of these bureaucrats, the way government is set up, the way everything's insulated, nothing is ever going to work. All you're going to get is cronies and incompetent boobs all the time who are corrupt as hell, and you're never going to get to the bottom of it. You're going to have empty hearings, and nothing's ever going to happen. And that's exactly what you see happening all the time, but people are constantly befuddled. And it's these constitutional conservatives who talk about getting the right people in there and accountability and all this shit. It literally means absolutely nothing in practice. Anybody can see it means absolutely nothing in practice. Sure, in theory, it sounds great, but in practice, it doesn't actually ever work. And it's because structurally, there's really no way to do it. I've told people about Article 1, Section 6 in the Constitution. That means all these political figures themselves, nothing can really happen to them unless Congress does something to them. It's true they can theoretically be charged with stuff after they get kicked out, but we all know that doesn't actually happen. It only happens to people when they somehow cross the line and do something that their party doesn't like. And most of the time it's Republicans, sometimes it's Democrats, but when it's Democrats it's just so outrageous and most of it's local. And it's so incredibly corrupt, it's absurd. These clips are hilarious, and I think they're very important to hear the, the sort of quality of people who go into government, which is just the lowest possible quality, just corrupt jokers. And then when I play the other clips, I'll show you structurally how these investigations can never work. 
And the first one I'm going to play has to do with this guy named Phil Washington, who has been nominated to run the FAA, which apparently hasn't had anybody in there for a year running the thing. Of course, we have all these problems in there. And there's no reason even the FAA to exist. There are many countries where this is done by a private outsourced group. You don't have to have the government involved. But of course, they want everybody completely locked down, these travel restrictions and everything else. So this is going to be a government deal, of course. And this guy, I just did a little nosing around because I was so shocked at how incompetent he was when he was being questioned. And I couldn't believe that they would put a man up there like that. But this guy is completely convinced, of course, that he will get it. I'm sure he will get it. He's a black guy, of course. Uh, that's in all likelihood why he's been nominated, just so we can have some more diversity. I looked him up. First, he got expelled from high school. Then he went into the military and he's worked his way up to something called Command Sergeant Major. I don't know what that really even is, but it's some kind of NCO in the Army stationed there in Colorado. When we got out, he obviously had made connections with people in government, and he was handed a job inside something called the Regional Transportation District there in Colorado. And the CEO himself of that gave it to him. It's a giant governmental thing that handles like 12 different counties out there. All right. So then after that, he went to work in uh, Los Angeles for a while. And then he ultimately became sort of running that thing. And then here's how his latest job he has. He started about in June of 2021. And here's how Wikipedia describes how he got that job. And this is quite hilarious to me. On June 7, 2021, Denver Mayor Michael Hancock nominated Washington to become the CEO of Denver International Airport, taking over the position from CEO Kem Day, who was retiring after 13 years. A few days after the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department had criminal investigation at LAC MTA's offices related to a criminal investigation into Washington, which came after Metro whistleblowers' claims of corruption. So the guy is basically just one step ahead of this criminal investigation from the LA County Metro that he was running before. And what was the investigation? The investigation was of Metro's sexual harassment hotline, which was found to cost more than $8,000 per call after multiple no-bid contracts to run the service were awarded to Peace Over Violence, a charity led by a close friend and campaign donor of the L.A. County Supervisor and Metro Board member, Sheila Kuhl. <laughs> of course, he claims that it's just a disgruntled employee. $8,000 a call. You like that? You like that sexual harassment line? <laughs> and even despite all this absurd crap, they can't find a better person and gets unanimously approved. This is how corrupt the whole thing is. So that's how he got a job at Denver International Airport that he's now being suggested that he go run the entire FAA. So I think, okay, this is pretty typical of the kind of absurdity that's going on. And here now during the Senate so-called approvals, which you have to get for this guy, and of course the Senate split 50-50, he was asked some questions and they're quite hilarious. And I find this hilarious because the guy's totally and completely incompetent. And I want to play a little of it because it's so funny to me that even a guy like this, the Democrats will continue to stand behind. No matter how incompetent they are, they will continue to stand behind him. So listen, this is Senator Rudd, I believe. Here we go. So Mr. Washington, can you quickly tell me uh, what airspace requires an ADSB transponder? Not sure I can answer that question right now. <laughs> Not sure I can answer that question right now. In other words, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He's running the airport over there, which is basically just a bureaucratic slush fund. 
anyone who's been to the Denver airport with all those weird murals and all sorts of other shit. God knows what's going on in the tunnels and everything else. We've all seen all the different theories about it. But they hired this guy, so you can know. He's ex-military. He's totally and completely uh, controlled, and he's, he's just one step ahead of this criminal investigation. So he's perfect for the job for government. <laughs> it's okay. We'll just keep going. Okay. So um, that's, a, that's a pretty important part. So what are the six types of special use airspace that protect this national security that appear on FAA charts? Uh, sorry, Senator, I cannot answer that question. <laughs> so what are the operational limitations of a pilot flying under basic med? Senator, I'm not a pilot, so... Uh, but uh, obviously you'd ever see the F Federal Aviation Administration. So um, any, any idea what those uh, restrictions are under basic med, quickly? Uh, well, some of the restrictions, I think, would be high blood pressure. So uh, just some guessing. of them would be... Uh, it, it's more like how many passengers per airplane, how many pounds yeah. in different categories, <laughs> and uh, what, ele what uh, altitude uh, you can fly under. So, and, uh, and then the uh, amount of knots, it's under 250 knots. So it's not having, having anything to do with blood pressure. So you can... <laughs> the guy's just up there. He has no fucking clue what he's talking about. It's nothing to do with the FAA. Obviously, he's completely incompetent, but does it make any difference? No. And the questions just continue. The guy doesn't know anything about the FAA. Nothing. Tell me what causes an aircraft to spin or to stall. <laughs> uh, again, Senator, I'm not a pilot. Um, okay, uh, let's keep going. What are the three aircraft certifications the FAA requires as part of the manufacturing process? Quickly, please. Three aircraft certifications. Yeah. yeah uh, again, uh, what I would say to that is that one of my first priorities would be to fully implement that certification act. Ah, uh, and you get some more acts going. You'd make sure that there's all these sorts of new government horse shit gets put in. He doesn't even know anything about the uh, business, but he's, he's ready to implement new horse shit. That's for sure. <laughs> and report. You know the three types, uh, Mr. Washington? The, the three no. types? Okay. No, he knows nothing. Yeah, that's type certificate, production certificate, <laughs> and airworthiness certificate. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's just keep going, see if we can uh, um, get lucky here. So can you tell me what the minimum separation distance is for landing and departing airliners during the daytime, Mr. Washington? Uh, I, I don't want to guess on that, Senator. <laughs> Are you familiar with the difference between Part 107 and Part 44809 when it comes to unmanned aerial standards? Unmanned aerial Unmanned, like drones, are you familiar with the yes, difference? Yes, yes. Okay, you know the difference between those two, part 44809 and part 107? Do you know the difference there? No, I cannot. It's uh, okay. Spill that out. <laughs> so, Mr. Washington, can you quickly tell me... <laughs> okay, I think that's funny to me. See, this is the classic example of complete and utter incompetence, right? This is just totally complete incompetence. It has absolutely nothing to do. It's like nominating me to run it. Obviously, it has absolutely nothing to do with the FAA or safety or anything else. This is a bureaucratic position. He's going to be sure to implement some new horse shit law. The guy is one step ahead of the law at this point, and uh, he has no qualifications. He's just a guy who has the right color and uh, knows how to grease the right hands. This is what he is. This is what government is. Do you think it's any different when the so-called Republicans are in there? It's not. They're all just as corrupt and just as big a joke. All Trump hired for his cabinet-level positions with all these jokers, these ex-Goldman Sachs people, and all these other deep state jokes, Bill Barr. Go down the list of all the people. So this is it. So what are you going to do with that? What makes you think that somehow voting is going to change any of this? There's literally millions of employees in the federal government, the vast majority of whom are just 
completely and totally useless and there's absolutely no reason to have them. And they're just there to pick up a pension and a paycheck and you can't get rid of them. <laughs> uh, it's just funny to me. Okay, the next one I want to play you is these investigations, right? So shit goes wrong and now we need to have an investigation. I don't know what the uh, hearing is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make any difference because the rules are all that matter. These people have very limited amount of time to ask questions. They can't force anybody to answer a question and they get these ridiculous answers. And this one here is quite entertaining because he's Asking this woman who was in charge, in effect, a lady named Sanborn, and she used to run basically kind of a deputy position in the FBI. And of course, now she's moved on as well. She's at Roku. So this was a little while ago. She's now working at this gigantic uh, so-called Internet company doing, again, all the same kind of shit that we all know now. The FBI engaged in with regards to the Twitter files, and now we're finding out that this person who can't answer any questions is now over there because I went and looked into it. But we're going to listen to Ted Cruz hear these questions he asked. And Ted Cruz is actually, he's probably a pretty good lawyer. He's a terrible representative for us, but it doesn't matter. He's funny to me when he actually asks these questions because he asks some good questions, but a couple of things jump out to me about this. One, you'll see they can't answer any questions. It's completely pointless. See, when you have a private case, you designate, so they send you a request at a corporation, which is all the FBI ultimately is, just a big organization. You designate the areas you want to ask about, and then the corporation has to come back and designate someone who can answer those questions. And if they designate the wrong person, well, in those questions, you're screwed. You better designate the right people to answer the questions. You can't come in there and say, well, I don't know, and I don't know. No. No, you designated the person. They need to answer the questions. But that's not the way it works in government, see? They bring these people in, and then these people all have these million excuses, all this plausible deniability, all this made-up shit where they don't know and they can't recall, and they're not sure, they'll have to check their notes, and they'll get back to you, and not to my knowledge, which, of course, all these things are just made up. They're all made up. Oh, I can't comment on ongoing investigation. You hear a whole bunch of them as they come through. But you'll also hear how the person's not even appearing in person. They didn't even come in in person. So you've got a senator asking questions, and you're on this stupid, jacked-up, horrible connection where you've got all this like, boop, 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 and feedback and everything else going on. That's not because of the recording. It's because of the way she's appearing on this screen. She's got this flag and everything else. And so this whole thing is about what was going on with Ray Epps and these confidential informants because Ray Epps was there, and everybody saw him on January 6th. He was obviously some kind of fed. Everybody already knew he was a fed. They were yelling fed, fed, fed when he was talking about we need to go down the Capitol and we need to go inside. We need to go inside. And everyone's like, yeah, fed. Of course, nothing's happened to the guy. Nothing whatsoever's happened to the guy and you can't get any answers. So here, Ted Cruz got the lady in front of him, wants to ask her some questions. And you'll hear the kinds of answers you get. <laughs> How many FBI agents or confidential informants actively participated in the events of January 6th? All right, pretty straightforward question, right? How many? I mean, she's in charge. She's the one that's in effect supposed to know, right? right? But she's not going to know, and she's going to have all these comments. So that's a very fair question, right? Like in a real trial, you can get an answer to that. But just look what happens when you have government. <laughs> Sir, I'm sure you can appreciate that I can't go into the specifics of sources and methods. Uh, Did any FBI agents <laughs> or agents confidential or informants confidential actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? You hear all that reverb and all that miscellaneous crap? That's the way they're conducting this hearing. But you hear that, oh, you know I can't go into that. 
What do you mean? This is a made up thing. This is the government. This is supposedly your boss. These are our representatives, the senator. We only get two from each state. Oh, you know I can't go in there. Why? Why Where is that written in the Constitution? You can't go into it. The FBI doesn't even a constitutional agency. There's absolutely no right. But they, oh, yeah, I can't go into that. You know I can't go into that. It's always the same. Oh, ongoing investigation. We can't do that. Oh, so you can't tell us how you're spying and how you're using assets inside the system to spy on Americans and do different things. You know I can't answer that. Okay, so he just goes right by it. What kind of a man is this? How is he a representative? I don't understand. I don't get it. Why is that okay? Why doesn't he bring that up? What is this outrageous? What do you mean you can't go into it? Who says you can't? What do you mean? Oh, policy. You know, policy this and policy that. and It's made up. Okay, so there you go. So first question can't answer and you hear all that stupid, horrible reverb. I'm going to let you hear some more of it. Just you see what an absolute kangaroo chicken shit load of crap this whole so-called hearing is. Did any FBI agents or confidential informants actively participate in the events of January 6th? Yes or no? Sir, I can't I can't answer that. <laughs> Did any FBI agents or confidential informants commit crimes of violence on January 6th? I can't answer that, sir. <laughs> in other words, you have these hearings, you bring this lady in, she can't answer anything. I can't answer it. What does that mean? What does it mean I can't answer it? She doesn't have the ability to answer it. She doesn't know enough the English words. What does it mean she can't answer that? She's not allowed to answer that? Where is it she's not allowed to answer it? Who is it we need to talk to so she can answer that? Why did you bring someone to the committee to not answer questions? What's the point of swearing people in? Bring them here and just say, I can't answer, can't answer, can't answer. And that's all she does. So you can hear some of this horrible audio. It's just so low rent. It's so dumb to think that this is how a hearing is ever going to go and that anything's ever going to come from something like this. See, nothing's going to come from this. These people know they can come in there and they don't have to answer questions. That's why Hillary looks so bored. This is what always happens. It always happens, see? And even if they do lie, what happens to them? Nothing happens to them. But they hide behind all this stuff. See, anybody can look through these exceptions and rules and come up with all these answers that are non-answers. And in government hearing settings like this, they work. In actual trials, they don't work. See, they don't work. Because if they brought someone like this forward, you would just say, well, you'd ask them some questions and the evidence would be deemed against them. Because they brought someone in who can't answer the questions. Okay. <laughs> I guess they don't, can't answer the questions. They're not entitled to come back later and fill it in. They're not entitled to claim all these exceptions and grants and waivers, protections. That's not the way it works. But this is this government asking government. And then government saying that government can't tell government, even though it's supposed to be all about the people. See, it's all completely fraudulent. These are all fake reasons they can't answer it. So let's listen to a little bit more of this horrible audio, and then I think I may skip to the point where they so-called fix the problem. You can hear this is just so rinky-dink. Did any FBI agents or FBI informants actively encourage and incite crimes of violence on January 6th? Sir, I can't answer that. (laughs) I don't know anybody can possibly take any of this seriously. It's so ridiculous. Ms. Sadburn, Ms. Who is Ray Epps? That is all shitty audio. I'm not doing anything to it. That's how bad it is. Even though I know the audio is bad, it's hard to listen to. I wanted to bring it in because here it is. This is one of the most important parts of this so-called hearing. 
And this is the way they conduct it with somebody on this stupid, horrible connection with all this reverb, all this crap you can't even hardly make sense of, and she can't answer any questions. And then he starts asking about Ray Epps. And any and everybody involved in this, sir, her especially, knows who Ray Epps is, why he's important, and she's going to be asked questions about him. So they bring someone in, and you can see that she doesn't know shit about him. Watch. Miss Sadburn, who is Ray Epps? Epps. <laughs> I'm aware of the individual, sir. Uh, I don't have the specific background to him. What the hell kind of an answer is that? I'm aware. I don't have the background. Again, you designate this person. Obviously, you're going to ask about Ray Epps, and this is what they produce. She can't say anything about it. There you go. This is not okay. See, this is not okay, but this is the way all these things are conducted. Oh, I'm not the right person to ask, and on and on. And then the person who does come in is, oh, my hands are tied. I can't speak about that. I believe it's an ongoing investigation. I have to talk to you about it in private, and blah, blah, blah. It's always the same. These are not real, actual hearings. This is not actually cross-examination. You have fantastic time limitations and none of this shit works people it's never gonna work see this shit can never ever ever work right, let's get a little bit more here well there are a lot well, of people who are understandably very concerned, concerned about mr epps <laughs> on the night of january 5th how do you like all that horrible audio that's how they're conducting this thing i mean there is no court that would ever put up with something that garbage no way but here it is a gust it's the u.s senate this is the crap we get. Now he starts showing some more stuff that makes it look great, but you're not going to get any real answers from her. So listen. 2021, Epps wandered around the crowd that had gathered, and there's <laughs> video out there of him chanting, tomorrow we need to get into the Capitol, into the Capitol. This was strange behavior, so strange that the crowd began chanting, Fed, 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 Fed. <laughs> Ms. Sandburn, was Ray Epps a Fed? Sir, I cannot answer that question. <laughs> God, so fucking stupid. This is so dumb. I cannot believe this is the way things are conducted and people accept it and run around and act like we're ever going to get to the bottom of anything that anyone's ever going to be held accountable using systems like this. See, it can never, ever, 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 ever work. All right, so let's listen to a little bit more of it because this is just... It's gold to me. It's so utterly preposterous. <laughs> the next day, the next day, on January 6th, <laughs> Mr. Epps is seen whispering to a person, and five seconds later, five seconds five after se he's whispering to a person, that same person begins to forcibly tear down the barricades. Did Mr. Epps urge them to tear down the barricades? Sir, similar to the other answers, I cannot answer that. <laughs> I let it go. I let the silence be there and the little beep beep and all that other stupid shit just so you can see how truly absurd the process is, the technology is they're using, the absolute outrage that this woman has not flown in in person to sit there and answer questions. We get this stupid beep beep and all this stupid crap they do. <laughs> But you see, she can't answer a single question. What is the point of having these people? What is the point of pretending investigations can do something? I don't get it. I honestly don't get it. He's going to ask her a few more questions. I think it's helpful to hear how much she simply can't answer any question. What is the possible point of bringing people like this in? This is Ted Cruz. He's going to get to the bottom of it. We've all seen Rand Paul oh, supposedly shred these people. Nothing happens to any of these people. 
It's just endless hearings and everything else. But look at the process. Something like this would never, ever go on in a legitimate trial. None, ever. It could never happen. You bring a witness in like this, they don't know anything. Okay, well, then these answers are all assumed against you. Or this person is in deep shit for lying, saying they can't do anything. You'd show them evidence. You'd show them email showing, isn't this your email saying X, Y, and Z, and showing that you, in fact, have information about it, talking about this exactly. Didn't you say something about there? I'm going to bring someone else in. They testify. They say that's not true. But every single one of them, when you have government, takes all of these same exact things and makes it impossible to ever actually do any real cross-examination. It's not real cross-examination. Nothing actually happens because the time constraints are so absurd and all the rules are so ridiculous. And the next one I play is going to show all these absurd rules. And so let me play a little bit more of this because there's not much left of it. But I think it's funny. And they've kind of cleared up a lot of the audio problems. You'll just see how silly all this is. Shortly thereafter, (laughs) the FBI put out a public post listing seeking information on individuals connected with violent crimes on january 6th this one's a funny one he shows a poster in the back he's all these different pictures and ray epps is in there fbi currently is seeking information because one hand doesn't know what the other hand's doing the fbi because they're running all these different secret ops as i've told you again and again and again just like proudy said 50 years ago there's so many different lies being told that nobody has the slightest idea all the lies that are being told they can't keep track of it so here it is they put basically a wanted ad up for ray epps and then they have to pull it down because it's like, oh, shit, that's our guy, guys. <laughs> Here we go. It's funny. Among those individuals in the bottom there is Mr. Epps. The FBI <laughs> publicly asked for information, identifying, offering cash rewards leading to information, leading to, for information leading to the arrest. This was posted. And then sometime later, looks like it's about two magically, months. Mr. Epps disappeared from the public posting. According to public records, Mr. Epps has not been charged with anything. No one's explained why a person (laughs) videoed urging people to go to the Capitol, a person whose conduct was so suspect the crowd believed he was a fed, would magically (laughs) just... I love this part. His behavior is so suspect. The people know that he's probably a fed agitator. This is the country we live in. It's such a clown world. How can this kind of thing go on? How can people believe in this? How can people continue to imagine that anything like this absurd can ever get cleaned up? Listen to this insanity. Disappear from the list of people the FBI was looking at. Right. Ms. Sandburn, a lot of Americans are concerned okay. that the federal government deliberately encouraged illegal and violent conduct on January 6th. My question to you, and this is, a, this is not an ordinary law enforcement <laughs> question, this is a question of a public accountability. Oh, public accountability. Not law enforcement, okay? This is public accountability. First of all, it's a super long, absurd question with way too much different shit all added in there. This is not the way it goes on. You've got all these different issues. So you wouldn't ask questions like this. You don't just make these long statements, but it's okay. He's going to do that. So here it is. Did federal agents or those in service of federal agent actively encourage violent and criminal conduct on January 6th? Well, did they? Not to my knowledge, sir. (laughs) Not to my knowledge. In other words, it's a non-answer. See, that's not something that passes in an actual trial like that because they've been put up there for a reason. This is an organization. Okay, this is an organization. You have all sorts of other evidence that's true. They did involve. 
They've already caught him in a million different ways. But because everything is hidden a thousand different ways and the national security this and the national security that, you're never going to find anything out. These are not real questions. This is not an actual investigation. See, that's not an actual investigation. That's not the way an actual investigation gets conducted in any form or fashion except when government investigates government. When government investigates a regular citizen or some company, that's not the kind of shit that's accepted. This kind of shit doesn't fly. The DOJ shows up. You start giving answers like that to the government. That's not going to happen. It's only acceptable when government's asking government. See, that's the only time it actually works. And it's just so asinine and preposterous to me that people continue to believe it. There's no way to get around it. If you put me in charge of giving slimy, Ferengi-fied answers that don't actually answer anything, but don't actually put me in any liability, I can look at all the different rules they've got for the ways it can be avoided. Oh, I didn't actually say that. I don't recall and all these different things. Well, I can do it too. I can do it too. And this last one is even more hilarious to me. I saved it for last because it's really, really funny to me. And all this is, is Jim Jordan, who, again, I think is quite funny. I think he's quite entertaining. He tries to put something in the record. This is back when the Dems were still in charge and they were holding some kind of hearing, I guess, on the uh, fact that the FBI was harassing people at schools. And I don't remember if this was about the fact that people showing up there from the Levin surge and all this other shit were showing up there and the government was trying to arrest them. And they were all in danger, supposedly. All right. They're all in danger. So he tries to play a video in here and you'll hear the hilarious objection about the rules, which I tell people all the time, these made up rules, they've all created all these rules, all these reasons why they can't testify and can't do this and all. It's all just made up. It's just 100% made up. All the stuff could be eliminated. Like that lady in the FBI, anybody who's a government employee wants to take a government job, they have to waive any Fifth Amendment right to take a privilege in any form or fashion. They have to waive any rights to do that. If they want the job, then they have to waive their Fifth Amendment rights when it comes to uh, potential criminal activity or questions about what's going on. They don't get any protections for that. It's outrageous and absurd. But of course, they do allow that here, right? They do allow it. You also have all these made-up rules. They can't do it in the ongoing investigation, et cetera, et cetera. So now listen to this one, because this one is really, really funny to me. All right, so here we go. Mr. Chairman. We have a video we'd like to play. Mr. Chairman. Mr. Dean. I object. What purpose does Ms. Dean seek recognition? <laughs> I object. I'm reserving my right to object to the video. Okay. Reserving a right to object. Okay. Why, why would May you? I inquire as to whether the gentleman... <laughs> has followed the Judiciary Committee's AV protocol but by providing 48 hours notice to the committee's clerk that he was going to use a video? Then <laughs> uh, again, this argument about this shit. Okay, right? So the last thing you can do is get to the bottom of anything. Oh, no, you got all these ridiculous made-up rules. Oh, the AV rules about this and that. And oh, okay, now they get an argument about whether it's even a rule. <laughs> it's really funny. We provided notice. Well, well, first of all, there's no 48-hour rule. It's not in the committee rules. Second, we did let the committee staff, the majority, know that we had a video, and we gave the video to him this morning. Responding to the gentlelady's request, he did not. (laughs) 
fucking arguing about whether there's proper notice, whether they have to provide notice. This is how the time is actually spent. See, this is how it's actually spent. This is what's actually going on. I try to explain people that this is what huge amounts of so-called trials are, too. The actual trials, you just have all this endless procedure and made up fucking rules that make no sense. It's not about getting to the truth. And these hearings are beyond not that. They're so far beyond that. So many layers and levels of absurdity and idiocy. The idea that anything like that is ever going to fix anything is preposterous. So this, this thing keeps going. It's really hilarious to me. He did not supply the 48 hours rule. Uh, 48, hours, 48 hours notice required by the rule. Mr. Chairman. And, I, and it's Nadler. It's a you fat guy is up there. He's the chairman. Oh, I, Mr. Co-chairman, this is the honorable this, the honorable that. That's why I always make fun of it, because it's so dumb. See, he's, he just wants to play a video, basically, of the parents getting passled, and you can't do it. can't do it. No, 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 you can't do that. you got to keep it out of the record. You're going to put yours in the record? Well, I'm going to put mine in the record. <laughs> You'll hear all the stupid shit they do. I insist on my objection. Insist, having okay. failed to follow the bipartisan protocol, but I insist on my objection. Protocol. Objection has been heard. The video will not be shown. There you go. Protocol, this, that, and rules. Nate, it's not enough. So Jim Jordan, who's also a pretty good lawyer, I suspect, at least would be a pretty good trial lawyer. He knows all these faringified rules and asks good questions. He's not trustworthy in any way, but he'd be a good opponent. I appeal the ruling of the chair. <laughs> the ruling has been made. There's been an objection. There's been no ruling that was made. No there's ruling. been no ruling that's been made. There's been it, it, no ruling. Listen to this mumbling horseshit. Of course, there's a ruling. The lady said she objects to it. He agrees, and it's not going to be let in because he didn't do that. Of course, it's a ruling. This is what a kangaroo load of shit. This whole thing is, and all that mumbling. I'm going to replay that because it's so ridiculous and blatant. This is the way it's conducted. These are the quality of the people that are up there. The chair. The ruling has been made. There's been an objection. There's been no ruling that was made. There's been no ruling that's been made. There's been an objection. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to speak regarding... No, you're, that, that's out of order. This is not debatable. What's up? It's <laughs> not debatable. There's, there's no ruling, but it's not debatable. I mean, none of this makes any sense. The order is there is no rule that requires a 48-hour notice. That's what's out of order. There is such a rule. There is not. Not in our rules. <laughs> Mr. Chairman, what are you afraid of? There is such a rule. You objected last year. You were told there was such a rule. <laughs> Mr. Chairman, what are our colleagues on the other side of the aisle afraid of? <laughs> this, is, this is how it's actually conducted. This is the absurdity that goes on. Are they afraid of videos of parents? <laughs> the gentleman was recognized for his opening statement. Is he finished no with his opening statement? I'm not finished with my opening statement. I see recognition for a moment. It's, it's not a rule. It's, it's uh, what you said. I think the term you used is it's protocol. The gentlewoman objected. The uh, conduct of the committee. Rules do. That's not a rule. We had a video. We understood you had a video. <laughs> This reminds me, it's protocols, the rules, and the fucking regulation. This is why I laugh so much when the people are like, that's not a law. A mandate's not a law and all this crap. It doesn't make any difference. This is how it's actually dealt with. This is the level you will get. This is the United States Congress at a hearing, oh, a gust hearing, all this other shit. They got the same kind of things. I used to get problems with a bar. You get these complaints by these jokers. When you do criminal defense work, first learn you, you're going to get complaints. I never actually ended up having to be punished because I would always fight them. They would try to get me to accept all these, uh, oh, we're going to take a uh, non-public sanction and pay the cost. I'm like, I'm not doing any of that shit. There's a distinction in the rules between an ethical consideration and an actual rule, a disciplinary rule. So it's very similar to this. Ethical consideration is just something you can consider. It's not a rule. 
Yeah, you may do, you may not do it. It's a consideration. It's not a fucking rule. Okay, hey, that's it. So you can't be charged with a violation of an ethical consideration. It's the same kind of thing as this. It's a protocol. It's not a rule. And he points it out. I'm sure he's right. But you got Nadler there just fat and going, mumbling and all this other stupid shit. The lady herself said it's a protocol. Then he said he wasn't making a ruling. He just said he wasn't going to allow it in. She objects. He sustains it. He doesn't allow the video in. The other guy says, I want to make a note of that. He says, there's been no ruling. It's just this endless horse shit like that. That's all this is. All right, there's a, here's a little bit more. Let's finish it up. I seek recognition for a parliamentary inquiry. Gentlewoman <laughs> objected because you failed to follow the rule. Her objection <laughs> is sustained. He just earlier said there was no ruling. He just now confirmed it. This is what a complete kangaroo system this is. <laughs> Mr. Chairman, I seek... Does the gentleman have anything else? I see, anything we else? had a recognition had, for a parliamentary we had, inquiry. We had... <laughs> Yeah, I'll yield back in just a second, and particularly if you're going to recognize me. No, I haven't yielded back yet. I said I will in a second. Um, it's a video about parents at school board meetings, moms and dads speaking at school board meetings, and you guys aren't going to let us play it? Uh, that's the whole thing. There's been a request for a parliamentary investigation or inquiry. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. For me, that stuff's hilarious. I don't know how anybody can hear clips like that. And then turn around and believe that this is, one, the greatest system ever created. A freedom machine that's somehow going to work if we just get the right people in. Listen to this clown world that they live in. This is if they had good intentions, and they don't. I've showed you that the people that they nominate are garbage. They're corrupt. It's a joke. The... Absurd investigations, they don't answer any questions, and then they waste endless amounts of time like this. And this is why all these committees are just nothing but producing a 500-page report that says nothing and does nothing and nobody's ever held to account. Because it's set up like that. It can never work to do what people imagine. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. To me, it's funny. See, to me, it's funny because even though it's, depressing, I guess, to the extent that you're still clinging to any kind of hope. I let go of hope about this shit so long ago, I don't care. But this is what goes on. Horrible, absolute, rinky-dink audio, people that can't answer questions, nominees who don't know anything about their area, witnesses who don't know anything about the areas they're supposed to be testifying on, no actual cross-examination, no documents. Then you have this complete joker in charge just making a mess of all the rules that aren't rules, they're only protocols and then parliamentary inquiries, and people take the stuff seriously. See, they sit around, it's a multi-billion dollar industry to analyze this utter horseshit that's going on. This can never, ever, 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 ever do anything. This system can never rein itself in. It's beyond asinine. It's not about primary and writing checks, jumping up and down and pushing back and going to their local school board and all this other shit. This is where the rubber meets the road. That's what actually happens. See, that's what actually happens. Uh, oh well, whatever. That's the show. I, I wanted to play those pieces. I wanted to show people, give them a little bit more framed up perspective on how dumb all this is because they love to play a couple of these sound bites all the time. They're like, look at that. Oh man, we got them. Woohoo! We got them. We got them. It's just silly. This is hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of shit goes on. The vast majority is stuff just like I played you. 
just moronic stuff that's going to go nowhere. And the little teeny tiny bit of meat there may ever be, it never amounts to anything. It doesn't go anywhere. There's no consequences to these people. Like I said, the lady who couldn't answer the question, she's already gone. Well, you think they're going to go find her at Roku, charge her criminally for anything? No, nothing's going to happen. This is what happens every time. He's moved on from L.A. over to Denver. You think they're going to continue the criminal probe now if he ever gets in with the Biden administration? No, nothing's going to happen. All the stupid shit that went on with the FBI and harassing all the parents, you think something's going to happen? No. Hours and hours and hours and hours of Jim Jordan and questioning and wanting to play videos and back and forth. It's all meaningless. See, it's all meaningless. It's just a gigantic show put on for the people so that they can then rape the people of all their money, spend it any way they want to, and do whatever the hell they want. That's all this is. That's all it is. (laughs) Uh, Oh, well, whatever. (laughs) People want to believe in the system. Uh, I mean, I can't stop them. so. So if you want to follow me, you can. I'm on Twitter. Legal Man at U.S. Crime Review. I like to have some fun with the people that go over there. And I want to thank the people in Patreon who actually support my show. You know, they step up, put some money in the game. I appreciate that. What I provide people is extremely valuable. And I've taught them so many different things about the way the system actually works. And it'd be totally impossible to ever go out there and recreate what I've provided, even if you were spent tens of thousands of dollars in some kind of so-called education. God knows how many hours it'd take to search and find the simple reality is very few people know what I know. They just don't. They don't understand the system because they've never worked in it like I have. They haven't studied it for 35 years. They haven't. So thank you to the people who actually see that what I do is valuable and they understand it. In free markets, when someone provides something like that and takes all these chances like I have, then, you know, you step up. So thank you. As far as the Jones Plantation movie... It's a story by Larkin Rose. I play Mr. Jones. It's a great allegory about going from shadow slavery to debt slavery. I play a real piece of crap, drunk plantation owner. (laughs) And we tell the story and we show people that this system's a scam. And I think it's pretty clear in the movie. And I know that I saw the rough cut. I really liked it. And I know it played at Anarchapulco. And apparently people really liked it. It still has a few more things they're doing to it. Some audio stuff and some video stuff that's getting cleaned up. But when that movie comes out and we're looking at early April, I hope people buy it. I hope they rent it. I hope they stream it a bunch and give it to other people and make it make money. Because if the movie makes money, then we'll make more movies. And movies are a great way to reach people. Because a lot of people won't ever listen to a podcast, no matter how entertaining or enlightening it might be but there are people who might watch a movie so there you go it'll be out and when it does anybody who supports that i really appreciate you guys too and beyond that i don't know if there's much else to say so i'm going to go ahead and wrap it up you guys have been a great audience as usual everybody have a nice night or day wherever you are take care thank you everybody let's put your hands together one more time for legal man